We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is a Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wobriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hope. All right, unspoken yeah. words episode seventy six. Seventy six. It's episode seventy six. The Sean Bradley episode. <laughs> <laughs> 76, yeah! Sean Bradley, yeah! Space Jam, yeah! <laughs> Yo, I don't even know why he was on Space Jam. Probably his height. That's it, huh? Like, the only thing. But he wasn't this. even very, I mean, probably better than us, but still, like... <laughs> probably, not by much. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like... Man, he was always getting dunked on. Maybe that's why he was a monster, because he's... Oh, I get always oh, getting dunked on, getting abused. Sean Bradley, hey man, he made it to the league though. Sean I didn't. None of us made it to the league. <laughs> oh, if I was like eight feet tall, I'd probably make it too. Heck yeah, he was seven six, um, yeah, something like that. He was seven thirteen. You better be <laughs> be good at basketball if you're that tall, because I don't know what else you can do except for like change light bulbs and stuff. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. Look at Home Depot and people stuff from the second <laughs> yeah. shelf or Costco or something. Man, I, I don't know. That kind of always bugged me out that he was on Space Jam. Of all people. What was he on there? Was he a Munstar? Yeah. Yeah, they stole his talents, whatever yeah, talents he has. <laughs> but Muggsy Bugs his talent was, was tall. Though. Yeah, Muggsy Bugs, man. Muggsy Bugs, the truth. His talent. He was a baller. was tall. Yes. Ah, uh, he was. What is? What does he say on that movie? Uh he was short in stature. Uh, what does he say about little, little man? Uh, little man. Little man, not little big man, but little man. Oh, he was short in stature, but his bravery was tall, or something like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he rode. He rode amongst the pony like a whirlwind. And I cut off his head But his body kept fighting Finally they gave up And as they rode away They looked back And his head started singing Hey I jacked up that story Or his death song His death song <laughs> Little man, you need, right. to, you need to sing that the next time you're at the power. <laughs> next the, time I MC, and, yeah. Next time you gotta say a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk about little man, yeah, and then sing his song. Hey, sing a prayer yeah, song yeah, for yeah, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> the prayer song of little man. <laughs> <laughs> this boy is no longer a boy. 
He is a man. Uh, who? His name shall be Little Big Man. I say I got a powerful song. I got a powerful song. I just made it on the way here. When everybody bowed their heads. Powerful hey, medicine hey, from, uh, hey, hey, <laughs> from our brother Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Gee, what? <laughs> 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 what are they even saying anyway? Those Bastilas. Who is that? That looks like Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> There's some Bastilas, some hippies. Yeah, have you ever seen uh, Even hippies. Stevens or whatever? What is it? Even Steven? You know that actor, Shia LaBeouf? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow, they're really getting down too, <laughs> huh? No, he's jamming. Hey, threw his rattle down too. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Powerful. Wicked down beats. Did you guys ever see that one video? It's like, um, those, all those Bastilas, they're on their. their Native regalia <laughs> and their buckskins and war bonnets, and they're beating on the tom tom and singing, We're going to the power. Yeah, oh, one, I seen bro. that one. Yeah, yeah. man, I, my kids love that. Man, anytime we're going to a power, they always start singing that song in the car. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, wow, <laughs> we're gonna have a good, good time. time. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> We're going to the powwow. <laughs> there's there's another one too, like um that documentary called Real Engines. Powwow. Real as in R E E L. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they go to a, a a camp. Like these these white people go to this camp. These kids. Yeah. And man, they're um they got these. Oh man, it's terrible, bro. It's terrible. Like these guys are, we are the fighting Sioux or the mighty Sioux. And they got like this, this paint? cheap paint on uh, their faces yeah. and stuff. And they all sit around in like their chow hall and bang on the tables and <laughs> it's like, holy cow, people really like real hokey stuff, huh? Just, just, <laughs> it's, it's funny to watch them because they're funny. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, my God, man, you let your kids go to something like that. But, Hey! Oh yeah, what you gonna do? I mean, it's there's nothing. What does he say on uh, uh, smoke signals? There's nothing funnier than watching white people try to act like Indians or something like that. Oh, I don't remember that part. Was it? Was that what he said? On what? Was it smoke, smoke signals? Signal. I don't know. Anyway, <sighs> funny. Oh yeah, when they were watching that that TV show. And he said, Him and his grandma? Yeah. Uh, or with that lady. Oh, with that lady, huh? Yeah, that lady. What's her name? Uh, I can't remember, but he said something that's funny to watch him because. Oh. But you know what's funnier than that is Susie Indians what? watching white people trying to act like Indians. <laughs> Susie Wong or something, isn't it? Susie Wong. Little man was brave. JC's in the singing mood today, huh? I know. 
Well, it's fourth or fifth song. You, when you said that song was stuck in your head, heart. that one that I sang earlier was stuck in mine all day. I don't know why. I know. I woke up this morning and that Daft Punk song was in my head. Around the world, around the world. Yeah. So I've been playing it here and there today. Just really getting down. Just thinking of little man and his bravery. <laughs> okay, hold up real quick. Over here to my left, all the way from Al Jesus, standing five foot eight, power forward. Todd Gotti, Randy B, say what's up. Yeah, and over here to my right, all the way from Bob and I know, I know, I know, standing at an even six foot one and a quarter. Your favorite Indian, JCB. And you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs, standing at an even six foot and a quarter, weighing. 450 pounds. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Point guard. (laughs) Let me hear that, Karen. Let me hear Karen. Pushing the rock, pushing the rock. Pushing the rock. (laughs) Not today, Karen. Not today, Karen. No, you're not going to speak to any managers today, girl. Get back to your stall. All right, well, thank you for joining us here on Unspoken Words. Episode 76. 76, Sean Bradley. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, Man, some weird weather, man. Holy cow, like two feet of snow dropped on us Tuesday. In about two hours. Oh, I know, man. Someone really using their medicine for something. That was tough, hey? Yeah. What? Oh, you doing hand games? Doing my medicine. <laughs> Knock it off. Run <laughs> <laughs> made it snow. <laughs> Knock it off right now. There's no need for it. Man, it was just eerie that Don't day. Did that you guys notice that? Like, yeah. It was what? Like eerie that whole day. Like it started snowing, right? Like when was that? Tuesday? Yep. And it was just like quiet. Well. No, it was Monday. Monday evening. Uh, yeah, Monday it was just like. It started out sunny, and then it kind of just started getting overcast and gray yeah. and freaking, like, well, then it was, like, all quiet. Like, I remember walking out of my house probably about 7, a little, like, 7, 7.30 yeah. in the evening, and uh-huh. there wasn't any cars, like, going on my street, you know? Weird. Yeah, because yeah. I was um, I was coming back from Denver, and, like, before we got to Casper, Cause like you're coming up, you're heading north, yeah, and to the west, man, you could see that storm, man. It was huge, just gray, and it like took up the whole sky. It was just like gray, just yeah. big old clouds, and I was like, crap, we're gonna have to, you know, once we hit Sheridan, start heading west. Now we're gonna ride drive right into it, but we went all the way around it. It was always to our left Dang. the whole time. It was just like we're on the outskirts of it. Um, right after Casper, it snowed, but the interstate was clear, but like the rolling hills were all covered in yeah. snow. It was kind of trippy, man. I was just like, 
Man, I was going like 90. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, man, we got to try to beat this home. But yeah, right when we right when we got home, um, had to go pick up Oreo. I got back home after that, after I picked up Oreo from JC. Then it started snowing, and I started seeing. Then I started seeing the yeah. snow. But then, that that next morning, it wasn't even. It was just like it was just a barely even like a little dust. Yeah. And then within that couple hours, I looked oh from from when I started to one of my first break. Yeah. And I went and I looked out the window and I was like, man, I got to get out of here. I got. What time was your first break? It was at. Let's see, what was I think it was at nine. Is it because I go at different times every like? like so it was kind of raining before. No, no, it was like kind of like you know, just like that real weird kind of icy dust kind of yeah. snow. But it wasn't even deep. It wasn't. It was just like I didn't even have to wipe off my car or nothing. I just did, did the windshield wipers. But when I looked out. Man, I was like, man, I told my, my supervisor, I was like, hey, if I don't get out of, if I don't get my car out of here, I said, I'm never going to get it out of here. Yeah. And he said, well, what do you need to do? And I told my dad and he said, yeah, come get this truck. Yeah. And so I ended up just going back to, oh man, I couldn't get out until I turned off that, uh, traction control. Yeah, the traction control. Yeah. And then it, then it, then it like, you could feel it, the tires dug down. And as soon as it hit that pavement, the pavement was still dry Yeah. and it caught it and Boom! I kind of <laughs> hopped out of there, and I drove back, and I made it. I made it home, and then he came and picked me up, and then I took that truck. Dang! Took his truck. That is like serious upgrade. Yeah, yeah. From that little Fiat to that Dodge uh-huh. Dually. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. crazy. Yeah, because that morning I got up and uh, cleared off the snow off my car, but there was like probably about this much. It like just quick, man. I. Probably like an inch of like slush under all that snow, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I drove down, I drove downtown, and I talked to my boss. I'm like, "Hey, what do you want? Like, what's going on?" And you know, what, what's your call? And she's like, "Man, you're not going to do outreach today, you know? Like, I would I would just work from home." So I'm yeah. like, "All right, cool." But I only made it to like Second Street West, and I'm like. Nah, these nah. roads are like, I'm nah. like, I'm not going to be around downtown. I freaking nah. went around the block and went home. Yep. Because I could not see, and that's when I posted that picture, and I'm like, hey. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. What did I say? <laughs> you better not say it on here. Get people mad at us. <laughs> Is that what the you said? Let, the, let yeah. the ladies drive, or let the men I drive? Said, all you women drivers scoot over and let us men let us men drive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I took a picture of the top of Grand, right? Like, yeah. and man, you couldn't even see nothing. Man, it was white out. It was blizzard, seriously blizzard. Yeah, blizzard yeah, my, material. My dad picked me up, and I, <coughs> I got his truck. But hey, I dropped him off here. He took my phone. <laughs> I thought it was his, and he took my. Phone. I thought I dropped it in the snow. Oh, oh man. man! And so I called him up. I was like, "Hey, can you?" I was gonna call him up and ask him, "Can you go look outside your place and look for my phone in the snow?" And then he goes, "Oh, I got your phone." <laughs> right, so, I, so I went up there. I had to go up there right after work. I was just gonna go straight home. Yeah. But then I went up there, and then he was like, "Oh, well, he came up here, and he said, i 'I'm hungry, and I'll, I'll feed you.'" And so we went to Famous Dave's. Nobody. Yeah. Nobody, huh? No, we were the only ones. Nice. Until maybe a couple, about half hour into it, so another little group came in. But man, there was nobody in there Were like they at native? all. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! No no! <laughs> I know. What was it today? I seen a post that said that. Uh, 
said all you guys complaining about this weather. Said if it was state tournament, all you guys would be lined up at six a.m. Oh, yeah. <laughs> true. I was like, go and preach it, brother. Preach it. True. True. I'd be right there. Now that was just like some freakish type snow, bro. Like I know. Uh, a couple of my friends had Indian medicine. And I got I was kinda already thinking that and I was like, man, somebody like kinda joking me. But then these other people that are kinda traditional said someone's using the medicine and I was just like, huh. I wonder if there's any truth to that. Maybe they needed their the the wet <laughs> yeah. moisture is what I was trying. Um yeah, no, there is like I mean I know I heard of like there's certain ceremonies that you can do that can bring on the moisture, like what yeah. you're talking about. But then it causes floods and stuff. Yeah. That uh that I heard about that have been done in the past, like way back, you know. Pre reservation days. We'll flood them out. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do a one round of these stories and we'll go right into our topic, yeah? Yeah. Uh we're just gonna go around the horn around. and tell a story. We're each gonna say at least one sentence. One complete sentence with right. a beginning, middle, and an end. <laughs> around the world, around the world, around the world, around the world. Is that what you were listening to? Yeah. Earlier. That's what he said, bro. Oh, that's when? what they are saying? Yeah, they're saying around the world. What did you, you think they were saying? saying? That sounds, I don't know, for some odd reason. I know what you're not, now that you say that, okay, you're right, but. For the longest, or like for some odd reason, I thought of that other one. Um, remember that blue, uh, that blue man group? No, no, huh? <laughs> blue that, man group. <laughs> that, that, that it's called blue. That song is called blue. It's it's kind of almost the same thing. She was so much like a lady, like a lady, so much like a child, <laughs> like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. Blue. Yeah, there's a well, Google. Welcome to the Vague Show. <laughs> <laughs> but but that one song, lovely host, Mr. <laughs> JC. That one song. I told a, I told you the name of the song. How was that? Vague? <laughs> <laughs> that one song. Specific. That one song. It has a beat. And there's some lyrics. <laughs> I think it's blue, <laughs> but but it's the same. Th- it's the same thing. <laughs> blue moon. It's the same thing, and they just you basically say that same stuff over and over. Oh, it's a blue dot 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 dot. Oh yeah, that one. Clock don't mark the hours. What does he say? You saw me standing alone. <laughs> yeah okay um but yeah that's not it that's yeah, that um, I don't know why different one that, but yeah isn't right. that the same group aqua or something i'm a barbie girl in a barbie where it's not the same group that sings that your song i don't know who sings it. <clears throat> your theme song no my theme song is getting around the world around the world that's my theme song today jc getting ready in the morning to that coming here Dancing around it. <laughs> do up, do 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 up. 
No, it's mbap. Oh, mbap. <laughs> Watch out, all his neighbors are like, oh, that's him who's singing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, JC's getting ready again. <laughs> Not even no music, you're just singing. <laughs> Know all, know all the words. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you saw me standing alone. Blue right. moon. <laughs> when he said blue, that's what I thought of. That's. I'm pretty sure that's the name of that song. Though. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. But remember, I know the video, there's like a dancing baby, like a, like a baby that's dancing. How uh, redundant. Okay. I think it yeah, vaguely it's remember. Yeah, it's like I got a picture of that dancing baby. It was like doing the nene. <laughs> <laughs> Before it was called the nene. <laughs> He's doing his uh Princess Wave. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Arrow Creek Princess Wave. Like that. Just hey. that. <laughs> What's that LG You guys got the Z That on it <laughs> Up here It's like a half meat hook <laughs> The Z The Z And a bop away right here From your armpit Is that how you guys wave Yeah <clears throat> Anyway We'll post it on our um, Facebook page So you guys can see um, and then post yours. Yeah, and then post your district's your, hand wave. Your, your district and community <laughs> hand wave. And if it's uh, just a nod. <laughs> That's kind of funny. You know what we used to do in high school? What? Like we'd be going around smoking weed and everything. Uh-huh. We'd be sitting in there and there'd be like three of us in the front, right? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> and one of us would go put our hand in front of the other one and go like this. <laughs> like a wave when people when you pass people. Oh yeah, and yeah. you're like so like you're sitting there and then all of a sudden uh, I don't know. That's funny <laughs> I guess you had to be there. It's one of those yeah, stories yeah. you have to be there. <laughs> <laughs> What's that thing that had to be there? H T B T. H T B T. You saw me standing no, alone. Like like it's coming from you. We used to do something like that. Like, we'd just be driving out in Bapua out in the middle of nowhere, and then you just wave or, like, go like this in front of the person, like, wave out into the field, and then they look over there. Who are you waving at? Or, or else if you um, accidentally bump the the horn, go like that, and then they'll start looking around. <laughs> bump the horn, and you wave, and then around. Who are you looking at? Who are you waving at? <laughs> Ah, good times. Good times. Yes. Mm. Mm. Very good. It's real good. Very good. Little man was brave. Every time you say little man, I think about that Which one? guy from, uh, where the heck is he from? Like Crow what? or Wyola or somewhere? <laughs> Who's at the big <laughs> show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one guy. He wears pants and uh, has them shoes. His name is little man, remember? Oh, is he? Is he still alive? <laughs> yeah, he's like, Jeez, why did you say it like that? Why did you no, because I know there's this one guy that was from prior and he was called that, but he passed. Um, yeah, he's an older <laughs> guy. He's about probably about ten years 
older than us. Oh, really? Ah. Mm. Mm. But he's like one of those. Yeah. I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Moving along. (laughs) Moving right along. I think I know who you're talking about. All right, let's do one round of this, and we'll jump right into our topic this evening. So we're going to tell a story um, as we do, have we done, as we've done in the past. We're going to tell stories, tell, say one sentence. Somebody give me a topic real quick. Blue. Blue. Okay. I'll start off and we'll go to Randy B, the pod guy, and then we'll come around to the favorite end and back to Mo Hugs, not drugs. And we'll go, we'll do that four times. Keep it sacred. If we need to go longer, we can, but I doubt we'll go four rounds because these guys are some funny mofos. <laughs> Y'all some clowns. Yeah, some clowns. Okay, the topic is blue. <clears throat> oh, okay. Oh. Ah, okay, here we go. First round. Are you guys ready? Ready. I was born ready. All right. Boom, What's the topic? Stars, ready? Blue. I found out that she left me yesterday. And here my heart was broke. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't let it get to me. I was so blue, I just started shivering. Man, I was real sad. But damn it, I wouldn't let it get to me. And I was just listening to those lonesome blues love songs. And I was just crying real bad. (laughs) (laughs) And I told myself I wouldn't let it get to me. And I asked, why does she always do this to me? It's not just one time, it's all the time. (laughs) And I started dry heaving. (laughs) (laughs) Until my face turned blue. <laughs> I started driving down my free street. That's that's love. Oh, Alright, let's go one more then. One more. Let's go ahead. Somebody give me a topic. Your turn. <laughs> Red. (laughs) (laughs) For real? For real. I don't know. Okay. Go, 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 go. go. um, So after all that, I started feeling sacred. I put on my red shirt. (laughs) And I put on my red moccasins. And I got out and put on my red undies. And my red bandana with two braids. (laughs) 
And I had a real red face and a red nose. <laughs> and I turned on red, red wine. And I just started crying some more. As my, until my eyes turned real red. <laughs> and I started seeing double. <laughs> so I pulled over in Albertson's parking lot. <laughs> and that's when I saw Brittany Griner with a mustache. <laughs> And then, I don't know. <laughs> and I just started crying again. And, <laughs> and, and then, and then, and then, and, 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 and then, and, uh, and then that was the end. And then it was the end. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <clears throat> oh, man. All right, all right, all right. I think we're warmed up now. Had some good laughs. For sure. Definitely. Yeah, you know, I mean, just, you know, stuff was, like that. You know, stuff like definitely that. Definitely silly. Stuff like that. Stuff you like can't that. take yourself too seriously. Stuff like that. <laughs> you know? All right, we're ready to go. Um, oh, whoa, whoa. DJ. What's this wee stuff? <laughs> uh, uh, three, the three muchachos. <laughs> uh, DJ, why don't you hit me with that Ayo, let's get into our topic. Ayo, let's get into our topic. All right, all right, all right. I just wanted you to hang that easy. Unspoken Words, episode 76. We're in the motherfucking house. With our topic, the main topic today. Um, oh, I know. I knew you're just letting me draw out that that note, which is the topic of all topics. Is uh, we're going to be talking about notes tonight. Those secret love notes. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about obstacles. I detect a <clears throat> note of nuttiness. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. <clears throat> hard pass. Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna talk about obstacles, like obstacles we put in the way of recovery, like previously, like when we tr- when we tried to sober up, and then uh, we either made up an obstacle, and then we use it as a reason to go back out, or we magnified something as a reason to go back out. Um, and we're going to talk about that. We're just going to give some examples of those tonight. <clears throat> and yeah, I'm just going to jump right in. And one of the things that I used to do, um, whenever I quit drinking, tell myself this is the last time, um, uh, this is new year, new me type of mode, new year's resolution. I'm not going to drink in this year. I get like I get some time under my belt, whether it be like uh, anywhere from like a couple weeks to like six months. I'd stay sober. Um, <clears throat> I wouldn't drink. 
uh, I'd just be sober. And then I'd start getting this thought. Even though everything was going good, life was, you know, um, going really good. Uh, I'd just start telling myself. I'd get this thought in my head like, well, I don't think I have a problem because I've been able to stay sober for X amount of days. Whether that be a few weeks or six months. I think the longest I went was six months. And I was like, okay, <clears throat> time to reward myself. I've been a good boy, so I need a treat. And I'd go and I start drinking. And before I, before too long, you know, I'd be right back at it. I mean, going on bingers, um, spending all my money, uh, about to uh, have another relationship fail, about to lose my job, about to lose my car. Uh, all those kind of things. Then I'd sober up again, and then same thing again would happen again. Like, i tell myself, like, I don't have a problem. That was just a fluke. This time I know better. And that was another thing, too, is like, oh, kind of um, minimizing what was happening in my life. Like, oh, that was just a fluke. I know better this time. Um, <clears throat> liquor causes me to drum out. So this time I'm just going to drink beer because beer, I never draw them out on beer. You know, I'm just telling myself those things. Um, any thoughts on that? That kind of stinking thinking. Stinky. Your shorts. Pew. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, like, I know that before we even start, I just, Oh, that this, this is going to be full of what they call thinking errors, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Cognitive distortions, defense mechanisms. There's all these kind of names for this stuff that we do. But, yeah, absolutely get like like uh, like how you were saying. But, like, for me, I was always, like, like minimized, right? Like, I'd go for so so long, and then I'd say, well, you know what? Man, a couple of beers won't hurt. Mm. Like, mm. Cause basically, like, the same thinking you had. Like, if I yeah. stick to beer, you know know um the hard stuff makes me do act this way or whatever yeah and so that i mean i had that same kind of thinking that thought process too like man just a couple won't hurt just a few and it's not like i'm gonna go all out and blah blah you know just like lie to yourself lie yeah. to myself yep. and, and do that same thing and then it's like i never left yep it's like i never i never quit never tried to quit never just went from a brief moment of abstinence to right back where I started. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Right where you left off. Yep. Oh, yeah. I think one of the ones was like, I'm not going to drink Jose tonight. I'm going to drink Black Velvet. No. I'm not going to drink dark liquor tonight. I'm going to drink light liquor. I don't know why. Dark liquor always makes me black out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Things of that nature. And, like, really at the end of the day, it was just lying to ourselves. So, yeah, man, I identify with that a lot, like what you're saying, minimizing um, the consequences that we go through or minimizing our actions uh, when really at the end of the day what we wanted was that drink or that, you know? Yeah. That substance. Yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. Um, can you guys think of anything that you would put as an obstacle, you like magnify or makeup, but I always kind of went back out on I think like like magnify is a good word because like I could magnify anything really. Yeah. Any problem. Yeah. Any 
<clears throat> any uh, obstacle, well, I guess this is a self-imposed obstacle because, I mean, there are going to be things that are, I'm not going to say in your way, yeah. but, you know, there are things you have to overcome. But like, uh, like, like say, just for example, like, you know, you got to go to a meeting. Then I say, well, I don't have a car. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't have a car. And, you know, nobody wants me to drive their car. Nobody will give me a ride. And I don't want to ask, you know, I don't want to call it Josiah or Randy because they probably won't want to come pick me up. And, but, you know, just making up this stuff to where I don't have to do what I'm supposed <laughs> to do, man. Yeah, and yeah. That's really all it is. It's like, I'll, I can, or I'll, you know, oh, man, it snowed yesterday and it's too slushy. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, that was a thing, you know? <laughs> an argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, so. You know, an argument with somebody. I think would also be the cause of falling off. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really didn't matter what it was. Like JC is saying, like it really was anything. When really at the end of the day, all we wanted was the substance. Yeah. Because I, mean, I think somewhere in there, deep down inside, you knew damn well that this this wasn't it. Like, I mean, sure you have, Good intentions, but you know the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> and so, oh, yeah. and so you know, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm doing really good, and uh, I feel good about myself. And oh man, I got into an argument with so and so, and so now what do I do? <laughs> they don't care about me. They're not supporting me, and they're not blah blah. Yeah, might as well just go out and drink then. Yeah, <laughs> no, man, I just remembered that, like, getting into arguments, whatever it was, and then going and drinking about it, like, oh, I'm pissed, I need a beer, I need a shot, blah, 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 and then you go get drunk, and then whoever you're drinking with, you tell them about it, like, over and over, like, three times, you tell them the whole situation, the whole argument, and then they're, like, all drunk, and they don't care, and they're just like, oh, yeah, man, that's messed up, that's jacked up, I wonder why they said that to you, man, they're no good, and, you know, and they just kind of co-sign your BS, and then you just drink over it the whole night. I, I used to do that, man, a lot, a lot, and then, um, <clears throat> even though, like you said now, you know, in recovery, walking the red road now, hindsight's twenty twenty. like, we, I knew back then, you know, that was, that was just an excuse for me to drink. Yeah. Um, instead of being like, <clears throat> cause I knew, I think deep down inside, I knew I had a problem. I knew that it was wrong. Uh, because I had a problem, I knew it was wrong to go and drink the way I did. I needed something. I needed that argument. I needed to give myself an excuse. Um, so that was like an obstacle for me. Um, just like not being able to like, just be like, let it go. I couldn't let it go. I wouldn't. I had that, um, what is it, the acronym, FOMO? Yeah. Fear of missing out. Because um, <clears throat> towards, or like, social media was just now getting big. So then I'd see people when I was staying sober, when I was just sober, and I was like, I was committed to like quitting, being done now. I don't want to drink because it just caused all these problems for me. But then I'd see, um, I'd see my friends, the ones I used to drink with. Or whatever at the bar, they you know post selfies. Remember, people used to always do that. Now I see that they don't do that too much no yeah. anymore. Like in bars, they're posting like selfies. They're like, "Oh, we're gonna karaoke tonight." Blah blah. blah. And then I just be like, "Oh man, I wish I was there," you know. And that would always take me back out too. That fear of missing out. And before I knew it, I'd be right there with them taking selfies too. Posting selfies. 
at the bar. And, that, and that, it's weird because I know, like, when I was younger, especially in high school, that was, like, I had that big old <laughs> FOMO mindset. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to be out, even when no, <laughs> even when I was the only one out looking for something to do, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like so I, I can relate to that. But then it was weird because later on, like, in my in my drinking career, I didn't even go out. Yeah, I'd just sit at home. I'd sit at home and you know scroll through the Facebook and oh yeah, those guys are probably having a good time. Yeah, maybe next time. Or, I can't afford it. Or yeah. I'm good right here by myself with my bottle. Yep, yep. And and when you were when you're talking about that too, the one thing that came to one one thing that I always used to say was like, well, I want to stop. But I have to wean myself because yeah, if yeah. I just cook cold turkey, then I'm going to get sick. And you just kind of start weaning yourself off, and then pretty soon, you know, start weaning yourself back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I did that. That's yeah. what I have to get. Trying to, trying to, man, I'll just, I'll just taper off a little bit. And then you get to that point where, oh, you know what, I don't feel, I don't feel as bad as I did a couple yeah. of days ago. So yeah. maybe nothing's wrong. And then you just go right back into it again. I remember, like, when I would fall off, I kind of start using, right? Like, and I would go light at first. Yeah. You know? Just get a buzz. Just kind of just kind of feel it a little bit. I'd be all right. But you continue. I think I was trying to prove to myself, like, oh, I could drink. Yeah. Or I could, you know, do yeah. this as long as I'm not doing dope. I'm all right. Um, try to buy something what I thought was classy, you know? Yeah. Corona or. Yeah. You know, like a little cheap six-pack, kind of just sip on it, get a buzz and pass out. Um, but pretty soon I was buying a bottle. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Start drinking that. Then I'd get a little more tipsy than I wanted to. And then for me, I would go get dope because mm. I didn't like being drunk. You know? Like, I, I didn't like being, like, out of sorts. Yeah. And I get a little bit drunker than I, I wanted to, so I would go get dope. Be like, oh, now I can drink. Yeah. What were you going to laugh at? <laughs> I sounded like you said something else. Oh, no. <laughs> out of shorts. <laughs> no, but I got a sword. Like, I didn't like feeling drunk. Out, 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 I didn't like control. feeling vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I would go get dope, which would let me drink more. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like being high and drunk at the same time. Yeah, because, like, when you, when you like, for me, like, when I would get high on meth, like, I could drink a lot more. Mm. You know? Yeah. But I wasn't that sociable either. Yeah. Then I'd just get quiet and <laughs> kind of chill, like, be the, be the weird guy in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Start getting ready to scrap. Yeah, like, <laughs> mindset, like, wait, like. Everybody's having a good time, and I'm sitting over there like, damn, I wonder who I can stuff out. Like, you know? <laughs> damn. <laughs> man. No, that's crazy. Yeah, that FOMO, man, that's 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 a real thing. Uh, and, like, looking back on it now, man, it's kind of, like, laughable. Like, man, why is it like that, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, it, like I said, it got to the, I mean, there was times when, I was the only one out looking for something to do, mm-hmm. thinking I was going to miss out on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's nobody else, and then you go and try to see one of the bros or see what's going on, and, oh, nothing, man, I'm sleeping. I'm yeah. chilling. Chilling. Oh, all right, and then you go to the next, everybody's just chilling, and, you're, and I'll be the only one out there trying to 
Trying to make something happen. Trying yeah, to make yeah. it happen, huh? Yeah. yeah. And you end up just going home and just being like, eh. So I just went to bed a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I've done that, man. That's crazy. Crazy that you guys all did that, too. Oh, you just told my story, bro. <laughs> I know one thing was like, just like relationships. There's been times like um, in the past, you know, um, relationship argument or breakup, whatever. And like, I wasn't really sad about it or anything, but I go drink because of it. Like I pushed those, you know, <clears throat> I pushed those arguments till I got mad and then I wanted to drink. But the whole time I knew I wanted to go drink. So that was kind of like that subconscious kind of thing. Kind of just started an argument just so I could leave to go drink. Because you already had that end game in mind, huh? Yep. <clears throat> I've done that numerous times. More than I can count. Um, a lot. But I think that <clears throat> that FOMO was just like, that kind of, for me, it was like an underlying thing for a lot of, a lot of my drinking. Because uh, I, I swear, it was probably like a hundred times from when I was, 18 till I finally stopped and when I was like 32 it was like probably a hundred times that I actually did stop but it was always that FOMO like fear of missing out always took me back out and now in recovery now like walking the red road like I said earlier it was just like now I look at it and I'm just like man that's crazy it is I mean like you said hindsight's 2020 but when you think about it today or when I think about it today and I think about all those times, and I think, well, man, that wasn't even really all that great. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's, I'm sure there was some good times, you know? Oh, yeah. Some laughs in there, but for the most <clears throat> part, it wasn't even, like, I just torture myself to try to be in the mix, yeah. even if there wasn't nothing mixing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, there's nothing happening. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, a lot of times, like, when I look back, too, like, I don't think I really was committed to being... Um, to living a life of, of recovery, right? Like, so it's always like, how long can I, how long can I stay sober this time before I fall off? Like, I always knew like I was going to party. Yeah. Um, and then even now, like when we're talking, like I remember, there'd be a number of times, like I'd be sober, and then one of the homies would pull up. Mm. You no, know, he's probably going through something. Like, uh, let's go for a ride. Yeah. So jump in the ride, and there's already alcohol there. There's already drugs there. Yeah. So it's like, all right, like, you already know, like, what's up? So I could be chilling at home, ready to go to bed. One of the homies pulls up. I'm like, okay, I'll ride. Yeah. Wait, hold on. I'll be out there, you know? Yeah. Then you jump in the car, and it, like I said, there's already drinks or there's dope there. So you just start riding around and, you know? Yeah, and just... Just get going again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel that too. Like that reminded me of like <clears throat> um towards like when I first started getting bad, you know, I like started going full blown addiction. I would quit. But then I would want to go to this concert or something here in town. Yeah. You know, like a social event. And I was like, All right, well I'm gonna go. And I go. I was like, Oh well, I got you know, what is that saying? Uh, do as the Romans do. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. When in Rome. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. That's That was my thought. I was like, okay, well, social event, there's beer, there's open bar, you know. 
I'll just drink Bud Light. Yeah, I was chilling some beer. And then before you know it, you know, I'm passed out in the yard hugging a 18 pack, <laughs> almost freezing to death. <laughs> you know? Yep. True story. I've done that. Another one, have you guys ever tried, like, just being, like, the DD or, like, the sober one of the bunch? Oh, man, that gets so annoying. I don't, I never I've actually successfully that. done it twice. I I didn't like doing that because I don't like being around people when they're drunk. Yeah. If I'm sober. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think, like, I would do it until, like, I, I knew deep down, like, I was going to drink. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how long can I hold out? Yeah. Just or, or else you, like... Like like set a like a set a certain bar or a certain criteria, and I'll, I'll I'll hold out until we make it home or until we get to this place or until you know the bar is closed or whatever. Yeah. And then once you pass that certain point, then you think yeah. then you kind of give yourself the permission to right, to go ahead to let loose, let loose a little bit. Yeah, I've done that. Um, tell the party. Yeah, tell the after party. You know, after we get back to the res, you know, drive it, all the homies in to go to the from the res. It's from the res to the bars here in town. And then once you, boom, get past the reservation line, that's when I would start when I was uh, doing DD. But I successfully done it twice. I remember vividly being a DD all night. <clears throat> that was the most annoying crap ever. Annoying. Like, oh, my goodness. But, like, I never thought, like, this is how I act. Yeah, and I was just not thinking, like, I wonder if, I didn't like being around drunk people because I was such a miserable person to be around. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, Maybe so. Like I was like, like that. Like, like on some level I knew that, man, that's I'm probably like that, but worse. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember driving and I'd just be like, man, I was like so annoyed and so pissed. I didn't even talk to anybody. Like they'd be talking to me and I'd just drive, get to the next place, kick them out, and just sit in the car. I couldn't. I didn't even want to be around them. I was like, I'll be up chilling in the car, just jamming out. All right, don't leave us. And then they'd head out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I ever made it through the whole. I don't think so. Like successfully, I think the times I did is like when I was high. Um, but it was kind of weird. Like when I would get high, I didn't really like to drink either. Mm. But I also didn't like to be around drunks. Um. Kind of felt like I was better than them. You know, <laughs> yeah. high, like spun out. Yeah. Um, but there was always like a few, few of the homies. I was probably included one of them, like, you know, to, to really not start. Because there would be a couple of them that would get a little more tore up than the rest. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like the one, like not the ones that are able to handle themselves, but like the ones that are like passed out and. <laughs> Just oh, sloppy, out. yeah, bro. Like quick, you know. Asked out by there, midnight. Yeah, there'd be a few of those, and you're like, ah, don't let him drink, or you know, that'd be me. Um, but yeah, I know we had a homie like that too. It's like, man, this guy smells beer and gets chibs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said about him. Uh, but um, yeah, man, just that um. Being around the drunks when you're sober, uh, even now, like I can't, uh, I don't like it. Um, maybe that's why people that drink say that sober people are acting better than them because we don't like to be around them. I don't know when I they're drinking. I don't know. I think there's a lot more, a lot more to it than that. Oh yeah, but I mean, it's 
it's it's got to be something because I'm sure you get a, give off those like I don't want to be around you kind of vibes. Oh, yeah. Like you're annoying kind of. Yeah. And then it, I think it would be easy for me to pick up on that on with somebody and then say, "Oh, this guy just thinks they're better than me." <laughs> you know, just to, but but for me, that would just be me making up my own excuse to kind of keep going with your pity party. Yeah, keep yeah. well, and not only that, but to you know elevate myself because I'm already feeling not good about myself anyway. Wow. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I don't feel good about myself, and here you are sober so now all of a sudden you're better than me mm-hmm. <laughs> so then i can elevate myself and then i don't you know i'll yeah. bring you down well you can't really bring anybody down but in my mind you know i can try to bring somebody down so i could feel a little bit taller and i could see that in other people too like uh just because nobody can make you anything you know, I've said that before on this podcast. Is like they can't make you mad, they can't make you happy. Nobody can make you embarrassed. Those yeah. are things that we choose. Oh yeah. And if you feel less than, it's because of. If I feel less than, it's my own doing. Yeah. Unless, of course, somebody comes up and says that you know I think I'm better than you, which never happened before. So no, I can't really point to that. Mm. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be, I mean, there's always exceptions to the rule. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be somebody out there who says, well, I used to drink, but now I don't, so now I'm better than you. So, I mean, I'm sure that exists. I've never gotten that. Like, I've never got that mentality of, like, feeling better than somebody because I choose not to use a substance. Oh, Mm -hmm. and I mean, yeah, and see, that's the thing. It's like, I never thought, I mean, because... I know, like, I know the things that I've said and done and, you know, went through in my, in the throes of addiction. Mm-hmm. I know what I've done and that's still there. Yeah. Like, it's still, you know, that was me. I can't deny it. And so I have, like, I always say I have no ground to stand on. That argument uh, will not stand. Yeah. Because I don't have the ground to stand on. If, even if, and this is saying if, even if I w- decided to feel that way, but yeah. I don't and I can't. And I never do, so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't think, I mean, I don't I don't think I'm better than anybody. Uh, I definitely get annoyed by people that do drink or that come around me that are drinking. Like, that's why I don't even go to any social events, even, like, work-related, if there's an open bar. Like, I will not go because I spent two years on the streets helping the street folks, and they had that hot alcohol breath all the time. Yeah. And then these people at these social events here in Billings where there's an open bar, they come and stand right in front of you and start talking. It's that same hot alcohol breath <clears throat> that the street folks have. And I jokingly put that on you know, Facebook. It's like you drink alcohol, you smell like street chief because uh, it's the exact same breath. You know, there's no distinction from yeah. a white cloth to HG. It's the same breath. You know, that hot alcohol breath. Um, so, Booze. like, I will, Booze. I will, uh, what is it? I want to say purposely, but like intentionally, uh, like purposely avoid events that have open bar. Yeah. Uh, not because I think I'm better. I just don't want to go and smell hot breath. Uh, I did that for two years and got paid to do it. I'm not going to go do it for free. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It makes it makes sense, but I don't think like for me, like I've never had the problem of of uh, temptation. I, I think like, mm. um, or or even like. <laughs> that's been a long time, huh? Um, Throwback, <laughs> or even of like, you know, like smelling the, the alcohol breath. I think, like for me, it's just not wanting. Like I, I've already been attacked, like on social media, you mm. know, because of the stance I choose. Um, and for me, it's just like it's all about my daughter. Oh, yeah, you know. Um, I don't want to raise her around any type of environment that I had a hard time escaping. Mm. Um, because one thing that I, I always keep in perspective is like nobody fought for my sobriety with me. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, for but sure. I've been attacked by homies, by family members, by um, I think it's always been the other way around. Um, if anything, like there's been people that have gone on and gotten college degrees that'll. Mm. Oh, I have my education. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm educated and, you know, I'm this and that and I can't be an alcoholic type. You know uh, what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, or, or the one, like, I don't have a problem because I've never asked nobody for a dollar. Mm. You know? Mm. Um, yeah. I don't have a problem because I wasn't on the street. But, it, but like you said, it really doesn't matter if you're drinking White Claws or HGs. Yeah. You're still drinking the same poison. Yep. You know, it doesn't matter if you're if you if you go to the club seven days a week or if you're on the street seven days a week, you're still drinking the same poison. Yeah. Especially for natives, you know? Yep. Like No, I feel that hardcore because, like me and my mentor, we always talking, he's like, Man, it's so crazy, like these social events, they advertise it and one of the biggest draws is there's an open bar. An open bar, yeah. And then he's like, but alcohol's a drug. He's like, it's the same thing as saying, yeah, come to our fundraiser for the homeless. Uh, there's going to be cocaine. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. Come yeah. and get some marijuana. Yeah. Come do a line. Donate to the homeless. Come do some dabs. Yeah. It's same legal. Thing. It's legal. Come sniff some glue. <laughs> hey, did you seen that uh, Minnesota Timberwolves game the other day? This oh, that lady glued oh, yeah. herself to the floor. super glued herself to the floor. It wasn't even uh. super glue. It was glue. Was it, it regular glue? glue? Yeah. Not even Gorilla glue? Was, I don't know. but Man, that, that makes me question her dedication to the cause. Her hand yeah. it was still there. It was white. Her oh, it probably didn't even white. dry. I, I seen the handprint. Yeah. I'm thinking that time drying. I, I she probably should have used like super glue or gorilla glue. I know your boy Patrick oh, Beverly man, just walked by her. If they, I would have freaking did, they tore her just, skin off. They just grabbed her and just like have her palm would have still been there. Yeah, uh, well, that would have been painful. Maybe uh, she did. Maybe there was a reason behind gluing herself. She's an animal rights activist. Yeah, but then glue's made from hooves, so she should have picked something else. Yeah, not whoa. Gorilla glue is made from gorilla hooves. It's <laughs> <laughs> just trying to follow that. Logic. <laughs> <laughs> what did uh, uh oh Wayne 
So if gorilla we, hoofs. Wayne was talking and he was trying to say gorilla tape. Yeah. And he said that monkey duck tape. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was at that meeting. <laughs> I couldn't understand what he was talking about. I was like, what? Remember it's got a monkey on there? Oh, gorilla tape. Monkey duck tape. Monkey duck tape. So after that, I started calling him monkey duck tape. <laughs> oh, monkey tape. Monkey tape. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that monkey duck tape? Uh, all right, so flip side of the coin, we have we're in recovery. We're walking the red road now. Um, no, I'm g- coming up on seven. You got seven, Randy. Yeah, and you're coming up on. You just celebrated eight, right? Yeah. Okay, so we got some time under our belts. Um, what are some things that keep you going today? Like, so can we word it as in? Obstacles to go back out, or no? Obstacles that's something a, blocking your path. Yeah, yeah. these are. But I, but I mean, like these. But, oh, so obstacles like, from oh, yeah. keeping you oh, to go back out. Okay, yeah, 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 that's yeah, what I meant. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what I meant. But because you know, like, like obstacles to keep us in our addiction, those were kind of self-imposed and made up, and you know, we we use all those thinking errors and stuff to do it. Yeah. But this is like you said, the flip side of the coin is flip side of the coin. Yeah. It's things that we can come up with and we mm-hmm. use to I mean we could. To to avoid having to go out back out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll roll with that. That makes sense? Yeah. I don't know. I mean I just that's You just know what I the, mean? Yeah. That's did not you see, did you see that thing on social media today? You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah I know. I was like, Oh, is somebody listen to our podcast? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, oh man, the worst presenter. I was saying it right before we went into our main topic. The worst pre- presenter I ever ever heard, ever listened to. He, like, after every sentence, he would say, and stuff like that, you know, and stuff like that, and stuff like that. <laughs> man, I was just sitting there. I was like, is this guy being for real? Like, is he really presenting all this information like that? I, I can't even hear what he's presenting. All I'm hearing is, and stuff like that. <laughs> You know what I don't like? I was like, what the hell is going on here? Those guys that always say, um. Yeah. Um, and then try to um. sound smarter than they actually are. Yeah. Like they don't know how to use. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like they don't know how to use uh, words. Like it's not in their everyday language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they try to pull them out while they have a, yeah. a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a fortuitous occasion that you're yeah. all here. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, like that, and then you're like, "Dog, you don't even talk like that, bro." <laughs> Man, you're using a five dollar word for this two cent speech. Have you watched that Fresh Prince of Bel Air episode when uh, Will Smith goes to the hood and he's like, "Hey, Will's using school words again." <laughs> I don't care for Will Smith no more. I know I banned him from my life for ten years. <laughs> I know I'm not very, I'm not gonna watch I Am Legend for ten years. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna get jiggy with it for ten years. <laughs> nope. No more Men in Black for ten years. No more Will Smith jams in my ride. We are the Men in Black, <laughs> Galaxy Defenders. Wow! Uh oh! Uh oh! Wow! West. <laughs> <laughs> Almost the same tune. Like, yeah, tell us some. Uh, tell us some of your your um, the things that are keeping you in recovery. Okay, so uh, like I think 
and I don't even know. I think it's just because I kept thinking about it when I had the time to sit there and just think. Is that when I remember always being sick, yeah. like physically, just, mm. just oh man, near death experience. It felt like, yeah. And now, like there are times when I, when I used to um, ride the bus, and it seemed like at all these bus stops, man, there's always these empty bottles or empty cans yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And I would look at them, and I and it would just automatically I would get start feeling physically ill, like mm. I would recoil. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, my God, you know, and I think somewhere along the line I developed that without even really realizing it, that I d- didn't like being that, that, that hungover. That yeah. distaste. That, that, sick, that sickness. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about that, that's a big deterrent. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's like one of the biggest ones is like I physically get ill. I mean, just thinking about it right now, it just uh, That's kind of cool. Nauseous. You kind of magnified the... Um, the conclusion of a bad choice, yeah. yeah, right, like the outcome of a mm-hmm. of making the wrong choice. Like you've magnified that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's like part of like playing the tape too. Yeah, because I I do the same. I've done the same thing. Like, um, when I used to get triggered in gas stations, like I think of the hangovers. Mm-hmm. You know, walking by that beer cooler and then there are all those all those different brands whistling at you, yeah. trying to get your attention. You look over there and you get report recall. Oh, I remember what that tastes like. I remember that 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 one tastes like. Oh, that one goes good with pizza. You know, and start thinking like that. Yeah. I think of the hangover. And just thinking a hangover alone was like that too. Just like, uh, no, no, thank you. Not today, ISIS. You know, like I think like for me sometimes I fantasize these um these flavored drinks. Mm. You know, like even like regular beers flavored, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. or like Sainites, yeah. <laughs> but even now, like we're in a craft beer phase, right? Like yeah. everybody like wants to drink the local IPA or whatever yeah. they're called, and Fat Tire, and yeah. And it's like, man, I wonder. Tail. Like I asked one of my coworkers one time, I said, I wonder why they didn't have these kind of drinks when I was out there. <laughs> and he's like, Ah, oh, Randy, don't even. It's like you ain't missing nothing. But, like, that thought crossed my mind. Yeah. Like, why couldn't... You know what I mean? Like, back when I was drinking, it was freaking straight up. Like, I think, like, Steel Reserves, um, uh, the flavored ones, like the Mike Carters and stuff were kind of popular back then. Oh, yeah, yeah. The stronger, fruity drinks, but they, you know... Mike's Hard, you mean? Yeah, like... Mike Harder? Yeah, the Harders. Oh, the Harders, yeah. Yeah, kind of like the Black Cherry. Yuck. I remember I used to get the... The Steel Reserve Blackberry. Yeah. Is that the one with the eyes on it? Uh, I don't know. On the label? I don't know. I don't think so. But it's just like Heartburn City. Yeah. Yeah, that goes <laughs> like like the the lemonades and the, those flavor ones always gave me a stomach ache. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like now, like one of the things that like keeps me from going out there is um, like losing everything I've worked for. Mm. Mainly the peace. Yep. You know, because I, I look at my daughter and she really, and, and I know I talk about my daughter a lot. Um, it's all good. But I really talk about it a lot because that's all I got. Mm-hmm. All I got is fatherhood. Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I would lose that first. I would lose her trust. And then I would lose her probably because mm-hmm. my parting would get out of hand. I would lose our house. I would lose, you know, mm-hmm. our vehicles. Um, 
but most of all, I would lose that security and that peace that we've we've built. Yep, <clears throat> that's that's a huge deterrent, man. Both of you guys brought up some good deterrents there. Um, for me, one thing like um, so like this well variety stuff, addressing your mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual every day. I started doing that <clears throat> initially to stay sober. Uh, initially to you know walk the red road. Um, be mindful of my thoughts, be mindful of how I'm conducting myself, be mindful of who I'm surrounding myself with, being mindful of what I'm thinking. Um, but it's to the point now that it, I keep on doing it just to be, um, just to live in a good way, just to be a help to my fellow, my fellow man, um, to be of service. And I think that's one of the hugest things that helps me is being um, addressing my mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual being every day, doing something, a little something, you know, definitely starting my day with prayer, ending my day with prayer, and then praying throughout the day as I see fit, doing something for my house. <coughs> so physically, like, you know, either going for a walk or having a low-carb meal, or, you know, um, <clears throat> well, oh, physical and then, like, mentally, emotionally, uh, just being, like, mindful of what I'm thinking, making sure I'm feeling what I'm feeling, not trying to deny myself or trying to keep myself too busy, distract, trying to distract myself from my emotions. Mentally, another thing that I do for men mentally and emotionally and even spiritually is, like, journaling. Mm -hmm. I try to journal as much as I can. <clears throat> Sometimes, uh, some weeks I go days without journaling. I try to journal every week at least. Even if it's just a couple lines, just write down, boom, and expressing myself. Uh, all those things help keep me from going back out. Uh, like I said, initially I did it to stay sober. Yeah. Because I knew it would work. I just knew deep down inside that this, you know, Bharatiya was letting me know, said, I'm giving you this so that you can stay sober. But it's turned into something else now. You know, I don't do it to stay sober anymore. I do it so that I'm good, so that I can be in, be of service. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense because, and like being of service, right? Like that's really what ministry is, is being a servant. 90% um, of ministry is in the background. Mm -hmm. You know, like today I ended my day a little late. But when I was driving home, I can honestly say that I was thankful for the path that I'm on uh, because I had this, this uh, I had a couple clients and I was dropping this young man off. I was with this young, like, you know what I mean? Like went to this uh, place and, and there was a few other clients there and and um, encouraging him to build bridges with each of them. Yeah. Because they were all successful in their in their walk, um, but as I left, like I remember thinking specifically, like, "Man, God, thank you, um, thank you for putting me in this position because I did this for so long for free, but now you're paying." Like, I, but I would do it for free though. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, I feel yeah. Like I would I would do it for free, but now like God has blessed me to get paid for what I'm doing 
But at the same time, it's not even about the finances. It's really about speaking life into people who maybe don't don't see that that their life is valuable, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe they didn't make the right choice. But giving hope to a situation that was hopeless previously. Yeah. Um. But to be able to be used in that position is like, and that's like everything for me. Yeah. Like, and I was just thankful on my way home. I was like, man, thank you. Like praying like man god thank you you're awesome like Mm -hmm. thank you for for what you've allowed me to do you know um i think about that and and when i'm getting high or or drinking i don't have that opportunity Mm. because the difference between getting high and, and drinking and even though you're trying to encourage one of your friends you're only a hearer at that point Mm mm-hmm but when you're living a life of recovery, like like us three, right? Mm-hmm. And then we encourage our friends and family members that we come in contact with. And you're sharing keys, right? Things that helped you leave a life of bondage. Mm. And you share that with them. Like you don't, you're not just a hearer at that point. Mm-hmm. You actually are a doer of what you're saying. You're actually yeah. practicing what you're preaching. Mm. Right, like mm. the things that helped you, the things that helped JC, um, the things that helped me, and I think it has more power when we do that. So, that's like being able to speak life into people is like everything for me. Word, you know, and that's the side like nobody sees. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like that's what it means to be like a, a servant. Because mm-hmm. we're there helping this person pull the best out of themselves. Yeah. Or make better choice. Or even if they make the wrong choice, not condemning them, but, you know? Yeah. It's being that constant encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I know I do it. I know I encourage um, others that, you know, just kind of shoot me a message or give me a call. Uh, I continually encourage these people, whoever's reaching out. Uh, because I wish I had it, you know? Yeah. I wish I had more of it, you know, especially early on. Um, but I was just, like, on a mission, I guess. Like, you know, there was nothing that was going to deter me anyway. But it would have been nice to have, you know, more encouragement early on. What's that, like, check on your strong friends, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, because I think, like, as leaders, people forget about us. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, Randy's good. Like he's always encouraging everybody. He's okay. Yeah. When really we're we're the ones struggling, man. We're, and it's the ones <laughs> like you're encouraging people. That's what's keeping you going. Yeah. I I'm like that. I don't know about you guys. Nah, you I know. Too. But I know I know. <clears throat> like a lot of times, when I'm talking to somebody and I'm encouraging them, or you know, trying to give a little bit of, you know, as they say, experience, strength, and hope, like. Pretty much everything I'm saying, yeah. I'm really telling myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reinforcing, reinforcing it, in, it yeah. in myself, and it just so happens that I'm speaking out loud, and you get to hear it. And if you can, and if somebody can benefit from that, yeah, then that's that's it. That's yeah. it right there. Because like listening to Randy and how how you know, um, what did you say? Speak life. Yeah, like man, that's 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 all I ever really wanted to do. Yeah. was to help others because for me at the end of the day 
life was miserable. Everything, every last little aspect of my life was horrible. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it doesn't matter what, you know, we talk about those four areas and then you can divide those four areas up into even more specific things. But basically, my life was just miserable and it ended up in a place where I don't want other people to go. Yeah. And I don't want people to have to go through that. But even if you did, and I said this a hundred times before, even if you did go through that, then to help others realize that doesn't, that doesn't have to be you. See, your mistake is an event. It's not who you are. Yeah. yeah. Right. So to come back from that. And, uh, for me, the only thing I can do is keep doing what I'm doing. And then that way, you know, maybe somebody will say, well, this guy went through all that. And then, so now, basically, more or less, you're saying, follow me. I know the way out. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess that's one way to yeah. put it. Yeah. But like to say, well, okay, if this guy can do that, then so can I. Like, yeah. like to encourage them through my actions and, and, and say, be able to, for me to be able to say, oh, I, I have eight years of sobriety. Yeah. I strung together eight years worth of days. Yeah. And so if I can do that, then you can do it too. You know, and there's going to be times when it's going to be challenging. There's going to be times when you, you you're going to question things. There's going to be times where you you get frustrated, but it's possible. It's worth it, and it's worth it. And the most amazing thing for me too is is that I'm not where I want to be yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm always, and I, but I, and I realize that I'm always going to be this work in progress until the day I die, and that's fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Right? Because I'm not gonna. I, I don't see like this point yeah. to where I have to get, and then yeah. oh yeah, everything's okay. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's every day that it's I continual. That, that I'm going to go through these things and, and ah. continue to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue to work on myself and to continue to strive to to be a better person. Yeah. And then you know. That goes for me. That goes back to that being of service to other people, speaking life into other people, encouraging other people, mm-hmm. being an example without mm-hmm. having to say anything. Yeah. Yes, and, sir. And so, that, and that's all. That's all I. Re- that's all I wanted because I don't want. Yeah, man, Preach. it it was it was horrible. It was mm. horrible. Like I would cried so hard. And you know, you heard that story before, but I didn't i i still can't even explain it right now but i don't want people to do that yeah. because yeah. you don't have to you d- <gasps> see that's one thing that i wish i had you know you, we, yeah. you, you said back then i wish i had somebody to say you don't have to be that way yeah, yeah. but you do have to work towards a better life you do have to put in the effort you do have to do yeah. this and you have to do that mm-hmm. and you have to do the other but you don't have to live and do and be the person that you are right now yes. under the influence all the time and be miserable. Yes. You don't you know what I shared before we started tonight. Mm-hmm. I shared this at five o'clock on my story and it says sobriety can lose its excitement sometimes, mm-hmm. but I'll take the occasional boredom of work bills and relationships over the excitement of warrants, arrest and withdrawals hands down. Hands Amen. Down. Yes, sir. You That's know? where I was gonna like. I was gonna go with all this. I was like, no matter where you're at, if you got one day sober, or you got like eight years, ten years, um, things get tough because things are gonna get tough. Uh, this life ain't all sunshines and rainbows. But 
You got to remember when you were in your addiction, you said those prayers, you had those hopes and wishes to be exactly where you are today. Yes. And just to take stock in how far you've come. Even if you have one hour of sobriety, even even if you decided today Today. you were going to sober up, you're a miracle. And you need to take stock in how far you've come because I know individuals that have lost their battle to addiction and I've had to bury them. And it sucks to see them go because I used to drink with them. Mm -hmm. That could have easily been me. Yep. A thousand times over. Yes, sir. And... So for, for us three to sit here, we do, we definitely take stock in how far we've come. And just want to give that shout out out there. If you're listening to this, take stock in how far you've come. You're a miracle. And just keep on going. Figure out what works for you that keeps you from going back out. And just keep going. As they say, a bad day of golf beats a good day at work any day. <laughs> Speaking of which. I've never played golf. Hey, oh, we man, need to go golfing. We got to get this guy out there. Yeah, let's go golfing. We need to go golf. My Saturdays are going to be free the next six Saturdays. So, I, I'm gonna, let's let's go. Let's get out there early. Yeah, before it gets too hot, or needs to warm up first. <laughs> Let it warm up, then we'll go out early. <laughs> Maybe next Saturday. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so. Thank you, gentlemen, for bringing it, as always, man. I always learn something from you guys each week. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing your experience, strength, and hope. Any closing words before we sign off? Episode 76, Sean Bradley, baby. Space Jam, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I apologize because <laughs> when you were doing that, you are going, you were doing your, like, the, the ending the show. And oh, like, no, it's Yeah, and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> no, it was cool. That's why I just kept going. I just kept going with it. That's why I didn't stop. I was just letting you flow. That was good. Um, give me some horns or something. Give me old Karen. Where you at? Oh. Come here, girl. Come here, girl. <laughs> Come here. How you doing? You staying What's warm that, out uh, here, girl? Come here. I have some bake. oats for you. Half baked when he's talking to that horse. Oh, yeah. Hey, girl, you hungry? <laughs> hey, girl, you hungry? <laughs> wow. F you. F you. <laughs> oh, Karen. You want some You're such a good girl. <laughs> All right, She's cool. diabetic. <laughs> Gave that horse chips and slides. <laughs> she died? Horrible, horrible. All right. All right. So that's um, episode 76 is a wrap. Um, Peace out from unspoken words. We love you. We appreciate you. Share unspoken words gospel Billy Graham style. What? Oh. (laughs) Hasta la vista, baby. Hasta lasagna. Don't get any on (laughs) you. Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.